Hey, Jason, thanks for joining me for Cinema Drive Quick Cut. Absolutely, Ryan. As you know, these are a prime opportunity for you and I as co-hosts to engage with our loving fan base. Absolutely. And today, did you have something else you wanted to say, Jason? No, I was just going to tell you to go ahead and stick that little paw <laughs> down in that mailbag and pull out a letter. Was that? Did, did we get the little paw thing from Home Alone where the guy's like, oh, everybody's got to get something from Santa. Here, stick your little paw out there. A couple Tic Tacs. Absolutely. I've said little paw since the 90s. I always say little paw. All right. Today, we've heard from Phil Z. Phil Z says, hey, Cinema Drivers, I came by the podcast to hear some love for my all-time favorite movie, Empire Records, and left sorely disappointed. I kid. Even when I saw this back in high school in the early 2000s, it felt dated and hacky. Uh, For those who haven't, go listen to our Empire Records and High Fidelity Compare Contrast from Season 4. Back to Phil. But I did appreciate the faux punk rock spirit that undergirds the film. Two things that deserve more props. The original song for the movie, Till I Hear It From You by the Gin Blossoms, is a gem of a song. And then two, the characters keep asking, what's going on with Lucas today? Which as a viewer leaves us to wonder, what the heck was Lucas like before this? Mm. It's a funny gag that feels unique to the movie. Interesting. Let's talk about that first and I want to read the rest of Sure. Yeah, no, I think those are two really great points Phil Z Mm -hmm. I think love that song by Jen Blossoms yeah absolutely there is some magic to it and our episode compare contrasting high fidelity Mm -hmm. and empire records we set off the bat it's an unfair episode because I think when you compare a lot of movies to high fidelity they just don't stack up and you know we we just laughed at the choice that we made about that because high fidelity is a movie that has music in it. It's about a man dealing with his own man childish mm-hmm. childish Whoa. childishness. I'll be the Jameson translator. Thank today. you, Ryan. And uh, particularly in the way that he views women compared to these children who are mm-hmm. growing into adulthood and and music is kind of the backdrop to that. We thought that was an interesting angle, but then as we rewatched Empire Records, we were like, oh, this film is just not nearly as strong and, as High Fidelity. And that's an interesting point. You know, what's going on with Lucas today? I, I think I would have enjoyed that highlighted even more because I think I didn't even appreciate that very much until you drew attention to it, Phil Z. Uh, and I appreciate that you appreciate the faux punk rock spirit that sure. undergirds the film. Uh, I think that is, it's definitely its own thing. And we are being unfair to compare it to High Fidelity because they are two different films. Uh, I'm going to continue Phil's email and a second follow-up where he says, bonus question, which 80s dance-themed movie is the most ridiculous? Love this, Jason. Mm. Flash dance, Footloose, or Dirty Dancing? He goes on, perhaps I conceived it as a joke, but now the question haunts me. Flash dance seems to be the obvious choice, but if, quote-unquote, having a plot is a requirement of a movie, then that barely even qualifies as one. Footloose, I have the most affinity for, but who can forget Kevin Bacon angstily dancing alone in a warehouse? Is that not peak ridiculous? In my heart, I want to choose Dirty Dancing as something about the lofty aspirations of being about self-discovery and liberation while also centering itself around Patrick Swayze's fluid hips just strikes me as ridiculous. Please help. (laughs) Jason, I'm going to give my answer to this. Please. Um, So the one that's probably the most ridiculous to me is actually footloose even as i like phil z love it because this is a town where dancing is outlawed flash dance they're trying to get uh to the next stage of their career dirty dancing they're trying to get involved with dancing which was kind of taboo at that point in the 50s but footloose is just about town in the 80s 
where people are forbidden to dance because someone had a car accident. <laughs> yes. Because dancing leads to drinking, leads to sex, leads to car accidents. As exactly. we all know, that is the circle of life. I would absolutely have to agree with both you and Phil Z. Footloose is the most ridiculous. Even an <laughs> angsty dance to work off your feelings and emotions yes. is pretty redonkulous. I've never danced alone in my bedroom, despite being an angsty teen. I have. But you know, nobody made it more ridiculous than Andy Samberg and Hot Rod, who completely <laughs> spoofed that scene. Uh, Philzy, love these thoughts. Love the question. Please send more like this. We'll catch you next time. Quick Cuts out.